Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. I feel like I start almost every podcast by saying this is a great topic for a podcast or the perfect topic. And I want to say that about this one as well. An amazing study surprised even me, although it did and it didn't, but something out of the norm when it comes to how things work, benefits of exercise, calorie burning. We talk about cardiovascular exercise. I talk about strength training, how we need to do all of these things and how they work. But this is different. This is exciting. This is complicated. Because it is complicated, yet it's not. (laughs) I know. I know that that's, you know, I think Matt Fitzgerald said something to that effect the first time I had him on the show. Because, oh, you know, no, it was um, was Dr. Brad Schoenfeld, I think. Or Dr. Lieberman. Maybe it was Lieberman. I don't know. I've had so many great guests and will continue to, but only the best. But the solutions are simple. It's the application 
the behavioral change that is challenging for people, and it is challenging because of the misinformation. And when we oversimplify things that shouldn't be in the wrong way, and I know I'm kind of talking in circles here, but the bottom line is I'm going to bring to you a recent study that is yet another reason why you should do something, specifically strength training, for a benefit that is complicated, but it's great. And it's not one that is talked about. And this is an exciting new study, small study, mice, then a small study on people. And then I don't want to give away my takeaway at the end from all of it. But Fitness Disrupted is about taking an intellectual approach to all of this, to looking at the science, to having experience, to never stopping studying and examining and keeping the bias the biases out. And when it comes to strength training, because that's what this study is about, there are still the same myths and misconceptions. It's just for bodybuilders. You have to go to the gym. You have to use expensive equipment. It has to be heavy. It has to be an hour. It's just for building muscle and strength, which this study will completely debunk. And it's not. It's none of those things in and of themselves. You don't have to use expensive equipment. You don't have to go to the gym. It doesn't have to be heavy to be effective. It it does far more than just build muscle and strength. As I have talked about in this study, we'll go into a completely unique finding for most people. There's so much more to it. It's not about Arnold Schwarzenegger and Muscle Beach and big biceps or big legs. Unless you want it to be. And then there's a way to do that specifically for you. But science says there is so much more to it. And we're going to talk about fat burning and metabolism. Talk about injury prevention that I've talked about so many times before. The cognitive benefits. That is one of those surprising benefits that I've talked about in prior podcasts. Far exceeds just muscle and strength building. You know, we pigeonhole, I don't, I use that we and it it sounds wrong because I don't, but the media puts cardio out there for weight loss and strength training for muscle building and strength. Well, they cross over. They cross over, as this study will show. There's literally something they refer to as cellular crosstalk that I will get into that is super exciting. It's so much more than just muscle building and strength building. In my book, The Micro Workout Plan, I'm going to pull one, one study. That book is filled, dozens and dozens of studies. I I said, I'm going to put them all in there. And listen, I don't think I've said this on the podcast. I wanted the studies within the text. I wanted you to see them when I talk about them. That's not the way publishers like to do it. They're all at the back. Still not happy about that. You have to give up a certain thing, certain number of things when you publish a book with a publisher. Very happy I published with this publisher, but you know, there's, there are compromises. And I would have rather you see 
these studies right in the text, right when I talked about them. That's how I wrote it. But I pulled out just one to go with a couple others. So I'm going to finish the four studies I'm going to talk about, the fourth one being the one that this is all about, but I'm going to put it in context too. The myriad benefits of strength training. Okay? We're going to do that right after this short break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So talking about a study that came out very recently, let me get the exact, you talk about May 2021 in the Federation of American Societies for Experimental Biology. That's the study I'm going to get to. Let me give you the title. Mechanical overload-induced muscle-derived extracellular vesicles promote adipose tissue lipolysis. I love how complicated that sounds, and I will break it down into four or five words for you. Okay, but that's where we're going to get to. We're talking about strength training, and yes, I call it the fountain of youth in the micro-workout plan, and there is no hyperbole there. Zero. Strength training 
is truly the fountain of youth. It allows us to live our best, longest lives, functionally, healthy, and lengthy. And it's within our control. And as I said at the start, it's not just for bodybuilders. You don't have to go to the gym unless you want to. And if you want to be a bodybuilder, awesome. Doesn't have to be heavy to get results. Doesn't have to be an hour. My book is called The Micro Workout Plan for that reason. Can be if you want all of those things. And it should vary. As I talk about on every single podcast, pretty much. Variation, 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 along with moderation. Okay, but let's get right into the science. First study. And let me give the New York Times credit because that's something that's being shared like crazy. Uh, article written about this. I have had issues with certain articles where kind of go for those clicks and totally twist the science. I've done those podcasts. I, I'm never, I, you know, if you listen to my podcast, super positive person. So I don't enjoy doing those shows and they get me amped up. And if you've listened to them, I have a different energy level because I get angry because they're confusing you. This is not one of those. You know why, too? Because it's complicated, but I will make it simple for you. That's literally what I do here. I'm going to read the science. I'm going to look at the studies. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to give you the limitations in a short amount of time, hopefully. All right? But this is a good one. And in that article, you know, there, along with other ones that cite this study, they bring up a couple other studies as well. So I'm going to throw those out. Start with those because it bears repeating. So we talk about strength training. Well, let's talk about obesity, right? Huge issue, huge issue. We want to be our healthiest weight. And listen, you know, COVID, there are two main risk factors for COVID, age and weight. Now, I feel sad that it's taken a pandemic to hammer home what I've been saying. You know, people say we want to have discussion about everything, a conversation, and we can't have a conversation about weight. Now, you should love yourself, be happy with yourself, regardless of your weight and, and anything that goes with that. But we are not going to say that you can be healthy when you are overweight. You know, topic for another day, I've talked about it, but this is, this is the pandemic has proven that unlike anything else. We can't control our age. We can control how much we weigh. We want to be our healthiest weight. We want to go to the doctor and have our blood work and all of those metrics that define our health be in the correct range. And carrying around excess weight leads to a myriad of negative health issues, not limited to joint issues and all those things, a myriad. So we want to be healthy weight, simple, end of story, that's science. Okay, so how do we do that? Excessive moderation. We change what we eat a little bit. We move a little bit more. We strength train a little bit more. We do all the five components of fitness so that not one thing changes our life dramatically. We're not just going on a starvation diet, which works short term and is not healthy long term. We don't just exercise, not healthy. We got to do all of the above. So, first study resistance exercise alone and in combination with aerobic exercise and obesity in Dallas, Texas a prospective cohort study. This was June 23rd, 2021. Recent. Okay. They're looking at obesity and the growing public health problem it is, especially in high-income countries. Okay. So 
They're looking at the relationship between resistance exercise, which they refer to as RE in these studies, uh, alone, and then in combination with aerobic exercise. Now, I would argue the conclusion is going to be common sense for people. But again, I need to hammer this home over and over and over again. You need to see the subtleties within these studies as well. So the purpose of this study was to examine the associations between different amounts and frequencies of resistance exercise independent of aerobic exercise and obesity, right? So again, I said at the start, unfortunately, people look at aerobic activity as only calorie burning, only for losing weight. And there are myriad benefits way beyond that. Not the least of which is a strong heart, okay, and all the mental benefits. And then strength training is thought of as getting strong. Vanity, didn't even bring that one up. Just, you know, changing the way we look. Much more than that. So, uh, do I need to go through? Well, this was a big study. Over 11,000, about 12,000 healthy adults aged 18 to 89 with a BMI of, uh, let's see here, of less than 30 kilograms per milliliter squared at baseline, uh, who completed at least two clinical examinations during 1987 through 2005 as part of the Aerobic Center Longitudinal Study. Um, Self-reports, always an issue, always a problem. Resistance exercise participation in minutes a week and days a week were collected from a standardized questionnaire. Incident obesity was defined as a BMI greater than 30 kilograms per milligram at follow-up. Okay. During the average six-year follow-up, 874 developed obesity compared with no resistance exercise. 119 minutes a week of resistance exercise was associated with 30%, 41%, and 31% reduced risk of obesity defined by BMI. So they're doing BMI, waist circumference, and things like that. Compared with not meeting the resistance exercise guidelines of greater than or equal to two days a week, which is what I say, you know, two to three, depending on your goals, obviously, meeting the resistance exercise guidelines was associated with 18%, 13%, and 30% reduced risk of obesity defined by BMI. Okay, takeaway. Compared with meeting neither guideline, meeting both aerobic and resistance guidelines were associated with the smallest hazard ratios for obesity. So, Again, that's why I said common sense. They observed that resistance exercise was associated with a significantly reduced risk of obesity even after considering aerobic exercise. So that's not actually (laughs) what most people would think. Resistance exercise alone significantly reduced risk of obesity even after considering aerobic exercise. But this was where I was trying to go. Meeting both your aerobic and resistance guidelines was associated with even lower or the lowest risk of obesity. So that makes sense. But the takeaway there for you is what I said at the start, that people think of strength training as only building strength, building muscle, changing the way you look, you know, for a muscular uh, component standpoint. Weight, maintenance, and then for the reasons I'm going to get to. Okay, so... We want to do all of the above, as I keep saying over and over, not just aerobics, uh, aerobics, I feel like Jane Fonda, (laughs) aerobic activity. You want to do your cardio, you want to do your strength and whatever that is for you, okay? Because you're going to get results just by doing strength training and you're going to lose weight 
this study shows, says, alludes to, and by the way, lots of limitations in this study, uh, predominantly white men from middle to upper socioeconomic strata, uh, self-reports, as I said, always a problem, and lack of detailed diet data. Okay, got it. Huge limitations, but let's go to the common sense and let's go to the findings. People who strength train, it's a positive people. And it's a positive in so many ways, as I will continually talk about here. All right. So I want to say something else about that. I think that's it. Yeah. So weight loss, weight maintenance, right? Uh, Avoiding obesity. Super important. Strength training is a component. Okay. Here's a different way, different, you know, mechanism by which strength training is a positive Study, effect of acute resistance exercise on post-exercise oxygen consumption and resting metabolic rate in young women. Small study, super small study. This was International Journal of Sports Nutrition and Exercise Metabolism, older study, 2000 March. Okay, but the findings, they they all start to add up, people. (laughs) That's why I should actually count how many studies I've given you in these almost 300 shows. After a certain amount of time, you go, okay, we start to see <laughs> a pattern, you know, and we take the common sense, all of that stuff. Okay. So this study looked at the increased fat burn that comes from strength training and the energy expenditure that comes from strength training after exercise, post-exercise benefits. Okay. So this study determined the effect of an intense bout of resistive exercise on post-exercise oxygen consumption, resting metabolic rate, and resting fat oxidation in young women. Small study, young women, okay? Uh, I'm just going to read, yeah, I'm going to read you just a little bit of the abstract so you get an idea, a little science-y stuff here. On the morning of day one, resting metabolic rate was measured by indirect calorimetry, okay? At 1,300 hours, pre-exercise resting oxygen consumption was measured, followed by 100 minutes of resistive exercise. That's a lot, people. See, this is stuff, you, you, you see the headlines and things pulled out of studies and you go, well, what'd they do? How many were there? What were their ages? You go, okay, but again, <laughs> we, we need to look at all that all the time, but let's start to look at the patterns and let's use common sense. Uh, post-exercise oxygen consumption was then measured for a three-hour recovery period. On the following morning, day two, resting metabolic rate was once again measured in a fasted state at seven o'clock a.m., Post-exercise oxygen consumption remained elevated, this is important, during the entire three-hour post-exercise recovery period compared to the pre-exercise baseline. Okay, resting metabolic rate was increased by 4.2% from day one compared to day two. Resting fat oxidation as determined by the respiratory exchange ratio, the RER, was also significantly elevated on day two compared to day one. These results indicate that among young women, they're going to specify that, acute strenuous resistance exercise, uh, I like that, specific, right, of this nature used in the study is capable of producing modest, I like that too, not huge, but prolonged elevations of post-exercise metabolic rate and possibly fat oxidation. What's the takeaway? 100 minutes, probably not going to do that. You know, not everyone is, you know, a 22-year-old female, obviously, but it's not on mice. The next one of the studies will be. And modest. 
but prolonged elevations of metabolic rate. So in other words, you're benefiting, and you've heard this in the media, post-exercise, you are benefiting. But usually when you hear that, and I've done these shows, Dr. Michelle Olson, that's HIIT training. That's just, you think of intervals and all-out cardio. This is high-intensity strength. So even though you might not fit those categories, the 100 minutes, the intense, super intense, it shows that strength training can help you burn fat and that the benefits continue post-exercise. And the final takeaway is even the modest term, it all adds up. It all adds up, people. So if you're doing your cardio and you're mixing that up the way I tell you, some endurance, some interval training, some hills, whatever, different modes, you're changing your diet a little bit, a little bit healthier, fewer, you know, a couple hundred calories fewer per day. That's it. Stay there. Not 500, not 1,000 even. And then you're doing these type of workouts where you're burning modest but more calories after your workout. This is how you get a lifetime of results. And this is how you get behavior change that's enjoyable because it's your choice to determine what type of resistance training that is. Okay? It could go on, but let's get right to the study, right to the one that this is all about. And by the way, I love my dad, finance guy, all my brothers too. Like he will forward me studies frequently that jump out and usually it's one of the top publications, uh, this study was one of them. <laughs> this was one of them. And that's how I know, you know, I'm, I'm reading these every morning, as I say, you know, but when I start to get them from my dad and from friends, and, and then when I saw, you know, specifically what this one was about, I said, this show's being done within 24 hours. It's too important. It's too important. It's out there and it's, it's an amazing study. And when we get back from the last break, which is this one, I will get right to it. All right, final break, we'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right. So this is the study. I read you the title and gave you the publication already, but I will do it one more time. Mechanical overloaded, no, mechanical overload induced muscle-derived extracellular vesicles promote adipose tissue lipolysis. I love that title. That might be one of the best titles ever. May 2021, Federation of American Societies for Experimental Biology. Mechanical overload induced muscle-derived. Okay, so that's strength training. The, the tricky thing here is vesicles, extracellular vesicles. What the heck is that? That's what I'm going to get to. Promote adipose tissue lipolysis, fat burning. Promotes fat release, fat being utilized as an energy source, substrate. So that's the scientific title. And it's up to me now to explain what these vesicle things are. All right. Let me just read you part of the abstract. How regular physical activity is able to improve health remains poorly understood. The release of factors from skeletal muscle following exercise has been proposed as a possible mechanism mediating such systemic benefits. So before I was talking about benefits from exercise that happen after, but that's elevated oxygen consumption. Your body's trying to return to homeostasis. It's trying to get back. You pushed it really hard and it's burning uh, calories in a different way. This is different. And the abstract goes on. We describe a mechanism wherein skeletal muscle, in response to a hypertrophic stimulus, that's strength training, induced by mechanical overload, again, strength training, and here on out, it's MOV, so we're going to call it MOVE, released extracellular vesicles, EVs, containing muscle-specific MIR-1 that were preferentially taken up by epididymal cells, white adipose tissue. So epididymal white adipose tissue, we'll call that. I was going to say fat cells, and they call those EWAT. <laughs> so there's a lot there. But basically what it's saying is after strength training, something is released into the bloodstream that may be good for fat burning. Okay? I'm going to read you. I know this is super, this is probably the most sciencey paragraph I've ever read on the show, but it bears reading. And I'm not even going to be able to read the genes and things like that. There's too many letters and numbers and things like that, but it, it, it bears reading because this is, this is complicated. This is why when you have, you know, the trainer or the person who's trying to explain things in a way, you go, mm, it, it might be more complicated than that because it is. Okay. In EWAT, MIR-1 promoted adrenergic signaling and lipolysis by targeting uh, I'm going to call it TFAP for you guys, a known repressor of, I'm going to call it ADR expression, inhibiting EV, remember that's the extracellular vesicles, release 
prevented the move-induced increase in EWOT MIR-1 abundance, an expression of lipolytic genes. Resistance exercise decreased skeletal muscle MIR-1 expression with a concomitant increase in plasma EV MIR-1 abundance, suggesting a similar mechanism may be operative in humans. What the heck is that? I read you that because it's complicated. Because there's so much more than just muscle building, muscle strengthening, and looking good from strength training. The body's amazing. And this is just what we're looking at. We don't even know what we're looking at oftentimes. So studies are awesome. Science is awesome. But my point is, like, we're going to continue to find benefits like this from cardiovascular exercise, from eating healthy, from positive thinking from strength training for years to come. It's complicated, but it's great. There are so many more benefits than we even know. And probably the most important aspect of all of this is how extensive and interconnected all of this is. All of the effects of exercise that you can't pull it apart that you can't say one is better than the other. It's like taking <laughs> vegetables and fruit and trying to put them in a pill form. It can't be done with the same effect of actually eating it. And that is a horrible, <laughs> you know, maybe analogy. But my point is it's complicated. Nutrition is complicated. Exercise is complicated. And we're gonna, I'm going to bring you the science. But at the end of the day, when you're doing your strength training, go, this is really good for me in so many more ways than I used to think. When you do your cardiovascular exercise, go for your walk. This is amazing for me in so many more ways than I thought that it's not just about weight loss, that it's about the mental state and all of the other complicated, interconnected effects that exercise has. Okay, (laughs) that's why I read you that. Let me read you one final sentence from from the abstract. Altogether, these findings demonstrate that skeletal muscle promotes metabolic adaptations in adipose tissue in response to move via, 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 whichever way you want to say it, EV-mediated delivery of M of MIR-1. What going on? Skeletal muscle, Okay. Medical adaptations in fat tissue in response to exercise, strength training, via these MIR-1 things. Okay? All right. So, what the heck is going on there? It's complicated, but in a good way. All right? So, muscles release hormones and other proteins after exercise that enter the bloodstream. Okay? So, muscles, you do your strength training. Things happen in your bloodstream, essentially, okay? And that affects other things, other organs, other reactions. And this is what I was referring to earlier as cellular crosstalk. So what is that? I'm going to try to keep this at, you know, first level. Tissues may also pump out tiny bubbles. These are the vesicles, that one confusing part of the title during this crosstalk, okay? (laughs) Tissues pumping out these tiny bubbles known as vesicles during the crosstalk, okay? And when these things are in the bloodstream, 
tissues are talking to one another, essentially, is what they're saying with this crosstalk. So MIR-1, this thing they were specifically looking at, okay? MIR-1. Let me give you... What's, uh, it basically modulates muscle growth, okay? MIR-1, something that modulates muscle growth that they can study, they can look at and measure, okay? So this study was done with mice. They basically... Oh, for those of you who are, you know, I love animals and things like that, but we have to do studies. I'm not going to give you the specifics, but they looked at mice and <laughs> we'll call it strength training in mice for your purposes. And the mere one after exercise strength training was depleted in their legs, but it was in the fat cells, this mere one. So the, the muscles that were utilized for strength training depleted of this mere one, but it was found in the fat cells. And when it moved to these fat cells post-strength training, the genes in the fat cells, some of these genes broke down the fatty acids so they could be used as fuel. Okay? They created these vesicles in the fat that broke it down. And that's pretty much how we're going to keep it. So you go strength training. What do I talk about all the time here on the show? It builds metabolically active lean muscle that raises your metabolism, you burn more calories, you lose weight, you burn fat. And then there's the study I just talked about, second study, where post-exercise oxygen consumption, another way. So this is a third way. These vesicles and this mere one after strength training going from the muscles that were used and this biological matter going from one tissue to another, from the muscles to the fat tissues, and then breaking down those fat cells those into the fatty acids so they could be used. Super exciting. You go, what? I still don't get it. You just, this is the takeaway. <laughs> more exciting benefits from strength training that you wouldn't expect. And for those of you who think, you know, you're just going to do cardio for strength training or for, for weight loss rather, and why am I not seeing results? And then you see your friends, and this is why I preach balance. Because in balance comes strength, comes things that I'm learning as we go, obviously. This is why I never stop studying and never stop the, the research. And this is just more great news. Now, let me say, this was mice. It was, you know, most exercise start that way, right? Animals, whatever. But they also did a similar type study with people, small. And they did a single lower body weight workout, fatiguing lower body weight workout with people to see if they could see some similar results that they saw in the mice. And what did they see? That mere one level, the mere one levels in the muscles dropped again in the people, in the humans, after they lifted weights, while that mere one in the vesicles in the bloodstream increased. Okay, so very few studies have looked into whether resistance exercise might also result in this vesicle formation and, as they call it, intertissue chatter, the muscles and the fat tissues and the fat burning and the fat release. 
And so what's the takeaway? What's the takeaway? Let me give you the one study I did pull from my book, The Micro Workout Plan, just to give you, just throw another thing. So these are the studies that are often surrounding that, that final study I gave you, the one on obesity and the one on, um, you know, exercise, post-oxygen uh, consumption, things like that. But so much more. So in my book, in the chapter on Fountain of Youth, I give many studies, but one being resistance exercise reverses aging in human skeletal muscle. Study in 2007, real simple conclusion, but it's not. <laughs> Our data strongly supports the concept that mitochondrial dysfunction is associated with aging in humans. The important and novel finding is that resistance exercise training reverses many aspects of the aging transcriptome signature. This implies that a functional improvement in aging muscle due to resistance exercise is associated with a global improvement in the molecular signature of aging, particularly for transcripts related to mitochondrial function. What the heck is going on there? All I want you to know is it's complicated and it's good. It's complicated and it's good. And it's far more than just building strength and just building muscle and just looking good. We need to move. We need to lift heavy things. And we need to do it all in a balanced, consistent, moderation way. And so, could have gone super deep into this. But there's no need. Not at this point. There's so much to talk about here on Fitness Disrupted, but to keep bringing you the most recent studies, exciting studies that are looking at things that most people have no concept of when they think of, you know, lifting a dumbbell or doing a push-up or going for a run. It's all super healthy in so many ways. And we need to focus on that. And you need to focus on finding the cardio, the strength, the foods that you enjoy. But I will not let bad information keep you from making those choices and finding those things and living your best life. Enough. We talked about <laughs> mere one, cellular crosstalk, vesicles. Awesome. Find your strength training, and every time you do a workout, it matters. Every time you lift weights, every time you do a squat, a lunge, every minute matters. That's it. Enough. I am Tom Holland. Please, if you have not subscribed to the channel, to the show, please do. If you can rate it, greatly appreciate it. Always greatly appreciated comments as well. And if you want to reach out with comments, questions, a bunch of Ready to go for the newest show on your questions. Listener mailbag, Tom H. Fit, Instagram and Twitter, Tom H. Fit. You can go to fitnessdisrupted.com. Email me through that site as well. So much science, so much good stuff, so much good news. I'm just going to keep piling on the good news so that you can live your best life. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio.
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.